the U.S. Navy's getting involved. What is going on? How? <laughs> There's so much that goes on in this, and throughout the story, it makes you go, "What? Huh? Ooh? Huh? Weird? <laughs> this is amazing. I love it. It's awesome." Everybody and welcome back to Roger's Table. I am your host, Ryan Hudson, and well, what are we gonna be doing today on the show? We are on episode, I believe, six, I think, maybe four, five. I can't remember right now. Uh, you'll probably see it when you click on the video. I think it's five, maybe six. I don't know really, um, but. Today on the show, I want to talk to you guys about a anime slash manga that I have a great appreciation of, and that manga slash anime is Akira. If you have not heard of Akira, it if you've not heard of Akira, I won't blame you for it, but at the same time, Akira is what many consider the juggernaut in all of anime slash manga is the creation that it's a creation that basically transcends anime and manga and really is like the what many consider the turning point of when anime is starting to become was starting to become more mainstream and looked at as a a viable thing in especially the west is something that and popularized anime so much in the Western audience a lot, um, and it's very popular in Japan as well, obviously. And it's so I want to give you a if for the people who don't know what Akira is, what it's all about. I'll give you a brief summary of what at least the manga is. So Akira is a Japanese cyberpunk manga series written and illustrated by Katsuri Katsuhiro Ultimo. It was initially serialized in the pages of Young Magazine and Sinan Manga Magazine from 1982 until 1990, and then collected into six Tankobon volumes by its publisher Kodansha. I probably butchered a lot of things there. And it was published between 1984 and 1991. It was published in the United States by Marvel Comics under Epic Comics, becoming one of the first manga ever to be completely translated into English. It is currently published by Kodansha Comics in North America. Otomo's art is considered outstanding and a watershed for by for both Ultimo and the manga form, the manga is also famous for spying the seminal 1988 cyberpunk anime film adaptation of the same name. So, the manga is set in post-apocalyptic and futuristic New Tokyo, more than two decades after a mysterious explosion destroyed the city. This is the plot summary. Um, the story focuses on the efforts of teenager... Teenage biker gang leader Canada militant militant revolutionary K and trio of Aspers and Neo Tokyo military leader Colonel Shikishima who attempts who attempt to prevent Tetsuo 
Kaneda's mentally imbalanced childhood friend from using his unstable and powerful telekinetic abilities to ravage the city and awaken a mysterious individual with similar psychic abilities named Akira, who was responsible for the destruction of Tokyo several years ago. Throughout the volumes, Altamala uses conventions of the cyberpunk genre to detail a saga of political turmoil, social isolation, corruption, and power. It is considered a landmark work in cyberpunk genre. Credited with spawning the Japanese cyberpunk subgenre, Akira has received widespread universal acclaim from readers and critics, blah blah blah, with art. Uh, narrative progression, exploration, mature adult themes and concepts, along with the disturbing and unsettling storytelling being points of praise while achieving international commercial success, selling millions of copies worldwide. Um, so, and then the animated film adaptation released in 1988 shortened the plot considerably and while retaining many of the manga's primary character and plot elements alongside additional scenes, settings, motifs, and received similar critical acclaim and has severed and has served as a major influence to the anime industry and the cyberpunk genre as a whole. The manga takes place over a longer time frame than the film and involves a much wide, much wider array of characters and subplots. Um, Otomo's Akira anime film adaptation marketed his transition from a career primarily in manga to one almost exclusively in anime. So that's the wiki on that one. Um, so I want to talk about both the anime and the manga of Akira. So let, let, I'll start with my one I know most about and watch so many times which is the film i absolutely love the film akira it is it is definitely a theatrical experience to behold and it's sometimes it, both of these things are very hard to describe like what you're seeing in this film because there's a lot to go there's a lot going on in it but it's not hard to understand like the initial like Everything that's going on with, like, the main plot line of the story is you are able to grasp it. It's not hard to grasp at all. It is very concise and beautiful. So, with the anime film, it only covers about, if I remember correctly, the first three volumes of the manga. Because it was released in 1988, which was the... That was, like, midway through, like, the publishing of and creation of the manga. And there's a lot of things that are similar about the manga and the anime. But the anime is an adaptation. And, like, many people forget when you're creating an adaptation, like, they expect it to be exactly like the source material, where it's not necessarily has to be that way. An adaptation is something that takes all these uh, main characters you experience in the source material, takes the main storyline and main plot line, main themes, tries to take a lot of those themes and that, and puts it into their own version of the film. And there's going to be a lot of similarities, 
but there's also going to be differences. And that's what an adaptation is. It's just like, I'll even look up the definition of uh, what is a adaptation. So the definition of adaptation, the action or process of adapting or being adapted or uh, translation is a movie, television, a change of the process of change by which an organism or species becomes a better suited to its environment. And, you know, whatever. Kind of going with that, it's like, it just takes something and puts it into that, how it would best fit in that kind of thing. Like, if you took the original manga itself and tried to do it frame by frame, it would not work as a film. It would never work as an anime film. It would be too long, too drawn out, and there would be things in there that would be like, huh, for the audience? Whereas what they hear, the film, you understand and you feel it. You feel emotions when you're watching it. And it's like, whoa, this is amazing. What is going on here? I want to know more about these characters. I want to understand what's going on. This is fun. I'm excited. Like, and that's why I call this a theatrical experience. Like, you can watch this at home. It has that feel of like, oh, this is fun. I like this film. But at the same time, when you watch it in like theaters and you're watching on the big screen with all these surround sound auditorium and you're surrounded by an audience, it, it's a film that gets you hyped. It gets you hyped. It's like my best example is like watching Endgame. Endgame was hype as hell. Like you have people in the audience like, yeah, or oh, or emotionally sobbing. And it's just an experience that you can only experience in that setting. And that is what Akira is. And that's a great thing for what this is. And honestly, it still works well outside the theater. It's still I can still watch it and have an enjoyment in watching that film. It's not like um, watching, what's the film? Avatar. It's not the Avatar. It's the Avatar with the blue people. Um, like, I watched that in theaters. I watched it in IMAX when it first came out was coming out in there. I was like blown away by everything going on. It was amazing. But then I watched it like a couple of years later on TV. I'm like, what? This is this is garbage. What? This is horrible. And I don't get this feeling with Akira. I don't watch this film on the normal screen, which is the only thing I've done so far. But many people, I've watched many people and heard many people say, when they've watched it in th- Akira in theaters, is a different experience. So that's why I'm going off of that. And I would agree with them on that one. But uh, just watching it from just watching on like simple setup, I still have that enjoyment. And that's what's amazing about Kira the film. And the other amazing thing about Kira the film is that this was the what many people, when it first came out, this is what got people into anime itself. This is their starting point. It and it was an influence on so many people. I was like, just watching this film, you see influences in many, many people from in many creators. Like both the manga and the film both are masterpieces, and they have many influence many people. 
But I say the film helps inspire so many people too more in a way because it was that much more. Because to get this film in the West, there's a lot of piracy on this film. You had to know a guy to know a guy to get a VHS to get and watch it. And it was that trying to get that film to watch it was what helped and influenced a lot of people then. And it was made them excited to watch it. And then later made them want to read the actual manga, which even more greatly influenced them. And you can see these influences the film had on just normal media, on normal films. Like, take the example, the biggest example you have is The Matrix. There's a lot of themes in The Matrix that were, that was influenced by Akira. And just recently, if you watch Rick and Morty in the season four, I believe it was the first episode even. Yeah. You see the first or second episode, I can't remember of season four, but it was a clear homage to Akira. And it was amazing to watch that. I got hyped. I'm like, dude, I know these, this influence is great. And there's many images from Akira that are used in like postering of like, even Simpsons used it one time. It was like, they have Ralph sitting in the seat. Just like Akira in the manga. It was fantastic. And you can see like small influences like this in a lot of different things like that. Because it is a film that inspires you in a way to want to create something. Like, it is an amazing film. I will sing praises to this film to this day. I'm not saying that. There's not the flaws in this film. Like, granted, it was created in 1980. There's going to be flaws in it. There is not going to be... A masterpiece does not have no issues. There's always issues when you watch... When you talk about masterpiece films. They're not perfect film. But what makes them perfect is the fact that... You feel something. You're attached to it. There's things in there that you remember for long periods of time. And it has a significant impact on culture as a whole. And that's what Akira did. And it's amazing. It's a freaking amazing thing. And, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say about that. But, like, I'll talk about later in, in the show of some of the faults in the manga and the uh, film itself, which are like nitpicky things and all of that, which, you know, there's always, you're going to always find something that you can nitpick, you can criticize in something, like, you, you're always going to find something. And that's fine. It just shows that it's made by human. It's when a human make something there's always gonna be something that's maybe not something you like as much there's gonna be probably problems with it there's gonna it's not gonna be perfect and that's totally fine that's totally fine like i don't want to see it i really don't want to see something that is flawless there's no imperfections whatsoever that makes me more skeptical and i don't you know, I don't like that as much. It doesn't have that human quality to it 
on like everything else. So that's yeah. So back to the cure of the film. Um, when I first watched it, it was I remember when I first watched it. I was it was my freshman year of college, and I was like I finally discovered like the DVD section of uh the library, and in the DVD section I found Akira, and I'm like I've heard about this film so much I've been meaning to watch it, so I'm like. I'll pick it up. I'll, I'll watch it. I will watch it. I'll, I will see what people mean by, oh, it's the best film. It's it's a masterpiece. Oh, it's just so perfect. I'm like, I'll see about that. I watched it. I'm like, okay, okay. I agree with you. I'm now, I'm now with you. Cool. Now I'm with you. I get it. And I love this film for what it gives me. I love like the end scene where Tetsuo is just growing into this behemoth of just like a giant baby. And yes, spoilers, sorry about that. Spoilers! If you have not watched the film or manga, do know. Like, but the famous scene where Tetsuo transforms into this giant baby thing that was even referenced in South Park, be it. <laughs> if if you've ever watched South Park, it, it there's the reference in that. Um, yeah. So that giant baby scene. I love that scene. It's so horrifyingly disturbing to look at. But I love it so much. Just for the sheer fact that it makes me feel just disturbed by it. It makes me feel gross when I look at it. And I love I love that about it. I love the scene where you first... In, like, my other scene that I love is when Tetsuo is still in the hospital, well, in the military hospital or wherever, and then the three kids are trying to um, test, test, to tech, I can't say, <laughs> I can't say shit, um, Tetsuo, and come, there comes in, like, this giant teddy bear, the chain, and that, it's just, like, a scene you would see in a horror film, and it's just so creepy and so freaking awesome. And it's just so, so, if, if you imagine you're in that scenario, it's such a mind screw. It's like, that's just not good. Ah! Um, but I love that part about it. And then another part I love about the film is the character kind of, and I just love him as a character. I love Hitch Jacket. I love his bike. My his bike is the favorite part of the film. I love it so much. Um, and then the animation, the animation, in my opinion, holds up to this day. It is even though it was created in 1988, I can watch it and still be like, "Damn, that's some good animation. I like that. That is good. I enjoy it." And I. That's a thing that you can appreciate about this film is it holds up to this day. Holds up after what is it now? Thirty years? Yeah, thirty years now, probably. Yeah, thirty year, thirty over thirty five years, and it still holds up. It still, it still holds up, and it is, it is, it is so great. That's the greatest thing about it. And another thing I like about the film is just 
that the pacing of it, the pacing always feels good to me. It feels like I'm not, I don't want, I don't feel like I'm like getting to be like, oh, this is so drawn out. Oh, I'm getting bored about this. Oh, this is, uh, or I'm not like feeling like, oh, so, I feel some ways, right, but it's like, I don't feel like it's too short. I feel like is it fits, the film fits the length. And that's a hard thing also to do. It fits the length. And, and that's what I love about it. So what are some drawbacks to this film? The drawback to this film is that it is only three volumes of the original manga. It's only three films. You don't get to you don't get to learn more about characters. You don't get more characters in this. You get what you get in character. And it does in some ways feel like there is some parts where it does feel like, oh, this jumps. Who's this character? Why should I have this emotional draw to this character? Like there's when the giant baby scene happens, uh, when the girl, the gal that is in love with Tetsuo and Tetsuo's girlfriend apparently, um, gets mushed by Tetsuo, and yeah, it was like every time I watch it, I'm like, I don't feel any emotional weight to that character being killed. I guess Tetsuo's girlfriend, I get it, but at the same time, you didn't give me much, much to care about for with her. Um, the manga also does the same way with it, but I don't believe, yeah, she doesn't die off in the manga like that, and I don't think she ever dies at all in the manga, but it's still, like, one of those things that makes sense that they killed her, but at the same time, it's like, there's not much emotional weight to her death. Um, another thing I don't like is, like, there is a part of me that wishes there was more to it. I get the production only had a certain amount of time, and I believe they're also trying to do another anime film series, whatever, with it. Maybe it'll come out, maybe it'll be just as great as the film, if not better. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. And maybe we'll get that live action <laughs> adaptation that's been freaking in the developer whole development hell for longest time i don't i don't think that would come out and even if it did it won't be as great um yeah there's some small like nitpicky things on that now let's kind of move on to what this film is based on the manga the the granddaddy of all mangas like no it's not the granddaddy of all mangas there's older more uh, uh historically held up mangas than this but Akira is one great manga, and one thing about it is like every page to me when I read it felt like I was reading a masterpiece. It felt so good. It felt good to read it. It felt so good. It was like the art never feels like it could be the art for when it was drawn is even for when it was drawn is a masterpiece. It is something. The eyes is something I am still bewildered by looking through. Is this like every page you look at is like, oh, how did you get this during this time? Like, like there are other manga artists who drew it just as well back then, but at the same time, it's like this is something like I read it and I was like, I can't put this down. I just want to stare at this 
art for hours and hours and so amazingly done. This makes me, it makes me just love this story even more. It makes me enjoy reading it. I loved reading it. It made me like, and I love it more than the anime itself, but at the same time, I love them both equally what for what they gave me. The manga I love for for its complete story because it feels a lot more completed, and I love the artwork of it. But both the film and the manga have beautiful art in it. It is beautifully done, and it is hard to find fault in the art of both, and it's very evident in the manga. The manga is so freaking grand. It's so it's so good to watch read and be excited about reading i was like oh, it was it never felt to me like i was getting bored by the story i never felt bogged down by the all things going on sometimes it felt confusing sometimes it's like oh what am i reading but also at the same time i'm just like this is this is sick this is i love it i love everything about it it's so good like, I love the action done in it. It makes me feel excited. <laughs> I'm just like, even the end of the story was like, what? They're, the U.S. Navy's getting involved? What is going on? Huh? <laughs> There's so much that goes on in this. And throughout the story, it makes you go, what? Huh? Ooh? Huh? Weird? <laughs> this is amazing. I love it. It's awesome. And... Another thing about the the manga that I love is I get to explore more about these characters. I get to know more characters as well. And, like, you don't need to read the manga to enjoy Akira, is the thing, though. There's things you can read and even more enjoy about Akira than if you were just to watch the anime film. But at the same time, when you watch the film, you enjoy Akira. You like Akira. And when you read the manga, it just makes you love Akira more and appreciate everything Otomo Katsuhiro did for the manga. With the, this, this story, and amazes you, amazes me, um, what he was able to accomplish is he took something like and made it just something so spectacular it made he made something that will live it will hold up for the test through the test of time it will it'll hold up to every anything that will come against it and like it is the thing that you'll compare everything to and that's not an easy thing to do even in 1988 there's still some cyberpunk things going on in that but what was it with this, it was like, what in the world? Whoa, 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 this is cool. I like it. Ooh, yeah, give me more. And I, that is the cool thing about this. Is, is I, 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 I know I'm just like rambling on. I was like, oh, I just love it. I love it so much. I love it. I love you. I love you, Akira. I love you. But it's at the same time, when you watch it and read it, and you can get behind it, and you understand the history behind it and what has influenced in your everything you've watched and 
see now in film and TV, it amazes you. It amazes me. Like, like I don't. There's not much more I can say about the manga that I haven't said about the anime. Everything about the manga I love about the anime, and everything about the anime I love about the manga. There's just more in. There's just more of them in the manga than there is the anime. I get more of Akira, and that's what the manga is. It's just more of Akira. It's more love for the. It's more love, and like Akira, the film is love. You love it and everything about it. You love. I love the manga just as much as I love the film. It's just more of Akira. It's just more of it, and it, it doesn't take away anything from the film. It doesn't make the film anything less than what it is, which is an amazing thing and not the, something you normally see in a lot of things. And it's not it's not a normal thing you see. Usually it's blatantly obvious. Like the film is either better than the source material or the source material is like the book is always better than the film. Obviously the manga of Kira is so much different, so great, and some could consider it be better than the film. But to me, it is is equal to the film. It's equal to what it gives you. It just it's just something that if you like the if I were to sell somebody, I would tell them watch watch the film. If you enjoy it, read the manga. Read read the manga if you want to. It's just you just get more love. You just be diving more into your love of the film and more love into Akira and makes you understand why you like it so much and love it so much. Like, there's things in the film you don't get in the manga, like the amazing soundtrack. You don't get that from a book. You can't, if you, you can do it by putting on some music, but it's not the same feel as if you're watching the film and hearing that soundtrack back up all these bike scenes and awesomeness. Like, you don't get that in this manga. And that's one thing that the film has over the manga. The manga has just so much more story to it. There's so much more. But at the same time, there, in every, I can compare back and forth of all the things I love about the other and one I love about this one. But at the end of the day, like, you can only say one thing, and that is that the film is equal to the manga. And you can watch the film. And not have to read the manga. Like, or you can read the manga and not have to watch the film. Either one is good. Either one is freaking fantastic. Either one is a 10 out of 10. Like, I would even go 11 out of 10 on, on both. On both. And that's, is, that's the thing about this is there's only a few things in this world that things I've watched and read that make me go, wow, wow, wow. And just make me sit back in my chair and just have to meditate on what I just experienced. And that is an experience with both Akira the film and Akira the manga. It's both an experience that you have to experience to understand. Like, I can describe you like the giant baby scene. You'll still be confused until you actually watch it. And after you watch it, it's like, wait... That movie referenced that. This TV show may have reference to it. And you can draw all these connections that you've already seen from this and all these different things. It's so cool. It's freaking cool. I love that so much about it. That's what I love about it. And, like, I should probably just stop 
singing praise right now. Like, like that's all I can say about it is read it, watch it, whatever one you want to choose, do it. If you're having thoughts about watching the film, watch the film. Don't don't second guess yourself. You'll most likely enjoy it. It's very rare when somebody's like, eh, the film's okay, okay, and, or when they read the movie, it's like, eh, it's okay. That's very rare. And and I would say, do read it, watch it, do one or the other, do both. It doesn't matter. Do it. Awesome. It's amazing. It's something you'll never get to experience again. And I don't think I'll ever have the same feelings I've had reading this and watching the film comparably to anything else I've seen or watched or read. Like I will not have the same emotional. I won't have the same emotional weight or emotional feelings I'll have that I had in this, the manga and the film. I will not. And it's not an understatement. I will not feel the same way I felt when I watched these, when comparatively to other things. I will not. So, this is the end of the show. Um, read, read it, take it in, just experience everything about this, enjoy it, hopefully. If you're not going to enjoy it, I, I can't control how you feel. I can't at the end of the day. It's only up to you. But, yep, that's what I gotta say. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day you have it. Have a great rest of your week. Great rest of your month. Have a great rest of your life. So, other than that, I'm out. Peace.